Hey, this is the Nobody Likes Casey McLean podcast. Please check out my stand-up dates at thecaseymcclain.com. Also, follow me on all social media at thecaseymcclain. Check out stand-up clips and videos of mine at youtube.com slash McLean. This podcast is brought to you by Anchor. Anchor is where I host this podcast. It's where the file sits. It's also a great place if you want to start a podcast where you can record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. When you're hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast to all the listening platforms, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Whatever you're listening to this podcast on, you can get your podcast to that platform very easily. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. All right, this is the Nobody Likes Casey McLean podcast, and I'm recording once again from my uh, my hotel room in Fort Wayne, Indiana. It's Sunday, January 2nd, as I record this. <sighs> the last episode, you will have heard a saga of travel problems. This is all in the past for you now, but it's very present for me, so I'm going to talk about it. And I know it's late, and this is why... I put these out every Tuesday and Thursday, and I think that I want to put out a, uh, I want to create, one of the perks I think for a Patreon would be like, the moment I put, the moment I, moment I record a podcast, once I'm done with it and mix, it's all mixed, just throw it up and people could have it the day that it's recorded and then you could, you know, everybody else gets it Tuesday or Thursday. Um, fuck. First off, uh, so much fun working with Steve Ren at ZC. Uh, very fun being at the opening weekend of a club. It was, I would say that like two out of four shows were good. Or sorry, two out of five for me. I think the first night, I think the Thursday night show would have been fine, but I was just so frazzled and uh, oh, at my wits end with all the travel stuff and just so stressed and didn't have my merch. That ended up being a pretty big uh, hit financially also because that was one of the best attended shows. And um, interestingly, the the late show Friday night, New Year's Eve, and the early show Saturday, which isn't that unusual, but the late show Friday was the late show Friday is the best show of the weekend for me. I know, uh, Steve Renazisi, his favorite show of the weekend was Saturday early. I had a pretty good set, but there's like, I don't know. I can't, I couldn't get a few. I never really felt like the crowd like loved me. There were certainly audience members that loved me, but not like the collective, you know what I mean? And, uh, there was the, but the Friday night show, it was a smaller, it was like a half full room, which is, by the way, like, it's kind of a refresh. <laughs> this is going to sound, uh, if you're a comedy club owner listening to this, don't read it, turn it off, skip forward like three minutes. I'm kind of miss the, like the late show half full, the energy's different. Like, let's try some new material. Let's. Like, let's fuck around. These people are drunk and rowdy. I miss that. Since uh, since comedy's come back into my life, uh, you know, through the COVID pandemic, um, it's popular again. 
I feel like I, what I hope is, so if you're a comedy fan, uh, you've probably heard of like comedy booms or waves. And I've always kind of viewed, so when I started comedy, comedy was already in its like, like present popularity. And I always knew that uh, no matter what I did, I was not going to, I started comedy like kind of older. Uh, I was 28 and um, I knew I probably wasn't going to catch that wave. I'm not tremendously good looking or youthful in appearance. Uh, I'm not particularly youthful. My material is not particularly youthful. And that's what, that's one of the things that's valued is, uh, is youth. And I knew that wasn't going to be a reason that I, um, so to be a trudge and I'd probably have to go through one comedy, uh, lull or bust or whatever. And my hope is, my hope was to catch it on the next wave. And my hope is that that wave like that, I don't know what the, the analogy is pretty fucked up at this point. I have no idea. Is it a boom? Is it, is it a wave? What are the inverses of those things? But the lull, the valley, comedy valley. Now we've gone, uh, I think sound, um, aquatic, and now geographical. The comedy valley, geographical, geological. I don't know. I'm so fucking tired. That's the theme of this. But I would, this, this whole podcast should just be called "I'm fucking tired." I usually record this right after my daughter goes to bed when I'm at home, and so I'm already tired then. Anyway, um. Oh, so a couple of things happened uh, while we were, while I was going through all this that I did not, uh, did not acknowledge on the last podcast. I don't think, though maybe I did, and if I did, I'm sorry. I'm just going to repeat myself shamelessly. Um, Betty White passed away at 99 years old, and I've never tweeted something less popular than I quote tweeted it and said. Uh, we need to solve the opioid epidemic. It's a joke. First off, Betty White, the Golden Girls, tremendous show. Better writing on Golden Girls than Friends by far. Like incredible, like modern sitcom writing on Golden Girls. Betty White, very funny, incredible sense of humor, incredible comedic timing. She's great. And she's so funny and has such a good sense of humor that the people who were making jokes about her I have zero doubt that she would find them funny and acceptable. But for some reason, a bunch of dudes, uh, well, and I'm sure women also, uh, but in my case, I think most of my followers are dudes. Um, a bunch of dudes like had to come out and defend her. And I actually didn't get a whole bunch of uh, shit on my specific tweet because I just had people unfollow me. And then I retweeted my buddy Ron on Hirschberg's tweet that was, uh, oh, fuck. Now I want to, now I want to read. I don't have my phone next to me, though. It was something like, uh, like, first 800,000 people die, and now a woman that lived to 99 years old and was tremendously successful dies. When will the suffering end? Very funny. Very funny observation. Ronan's very funny, by the way. He, he was supposed to record. Well, he was supposed to do two things. He was supposed to record a special at the Comedy Cellar, and he was supposed to be at Airport Tavern on December 29th. And because of the uh, rise in Omicron cases, he did not do either of those things. 
Um, so that's unfortunate, but check him out. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna walk around. I'm gonna walk around because I've been uh, I've been cooped up in this hotel. I'm gonna we're gonna talk about it because oh my god, what a fucking travel weekend! So the when we left off last, I believe that I was about to go to. My luggage was still like in flux. My uh, I so the last episode I had um flown to I was flying to Fort Wayne, Indiana. The my flight leaving Seattle got delayed. That caused me to miss my connecting flight, which meant that I wasn't going to make it to the club on time. So I rented a car in Chicago where my connecting flight was. I tried to get my uh checked bag off of the plane they told me it was going to take too long and uh so while i'm driving from chicago to indiana i'm calling and they're like oh no your bag's gonna be there at 8 p.m it doesn't show up the next day until uh 1 p.m at the fort wayne airport and then they were like well it's gonna be between four and six hours that we deliver it to your hotel so that means the show starts at 7 30 out here and by the way, I have turned in the rental car that morning. I walked, or I drove to the rental car place and walked back. It's the only exercise I got all weekend. I was like, oh, finally all my troubles are behind me. I'll go take the car, take a leisurely walk back. Let's see a little bit of Fort Wayne on the way. Had like a decent morning, a good breakfast. And then I see that my bag gets there. It's going to be four to six hours. And I decided, well... Now that I, it's there, and I know what the difference between having merch and not having merch is. I'll, uh, we'll peel the curtain back a little bit. Uh, I sold on, on Friday, New Year's Eve, I sold like 650 or $700 in merch. So I took an Uber to the airport, because I was like, I have to make sure that I get my bag. I can't fuck with this, like, this two-hour delivery window, one of which is I'm fine, get to the club on time. The other is I don't have the merch anyway. It's delivered to the hotel after I've already left for the show and I'm completely fucked. So I take an Uber to the airport. And uh, as I am approaching the airport in an Uber, I, uh, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to pause this right here. As I'm approaching an Uber in the airport, I pause this podcast. All right, so I'm approaching the airport in this Uber, and it's a great Uber ride, having fun, talking about the cities around the area. Um, inter- this is, like, interesting to me, I suppose. Uh, I had... How many Ubers did I take? I took... Um, I guess I took four Ubers, and uh, two black folks, a Latino fella, and a uh, and a white guy. Which is I don't I don't know I guess uh the so the lady I was riding with the uh, the black lady to a black lady to uh, the airport and it was like I don't know a cool conversation about the difference the differences in Midwest cities and apparently Fort Wayne is one of the more uh, she told me it's one of the more diverse cities in Indiana and um, I don't know why I brought that up it just sounds like a horrible race obsessed uh, thing but it was interesting to hear about it and oh the other thing that we talked about that i thought was like uh very true by the way 
is because I so I live in a neighborhood that has historically had some like gang issues. And um, it maybe still does. And I think one of the things that people don't realize about most uh, gang-related violence is that it is not random in most cases. In fact, oh, I didn't pause. Oh, good. I thought I paused this for a second. Uh, in fact, I think that um, most of the stories about random acts of gang violence against non-gang members are meant to make people much more scared of gangs and kind of propagandize them into, uh, you know, putting stricter restrictions on shit, gang-related stuff. Anyways, um, she was from Chicago, and she was talking about how her uh, white friends are scared to walk through certain neighborhoods of Chicago. And I've been to Chicago, and I'm sure that there's um, anecdotes of violence. I mean, Jesse Smollett can't walk through Chicago. It's very... It's very scary in Chicago, but anyways, uh, as I'm approaching the airport, I'm talking about, we're talking about all this stuff, great conversation, I'm about to get my bags, and I realize, I get a, an alert on my phone <clears throat> that my Sunday flight from Fort Wayne to Chicago uh, was canceled, and I was like, well, fuck, I guess what I will do is um I'm, at, I'm like I'll figure this out I guess I'm at the airport I get my uh I get my um my bag and I'm like I guess I'll have to figure it out maybe you know worst case scenario what I'll do is I will take uh I'll rent a car another day and I'll take the Chicago to Seattle portion of the flight and I'll figure out the refund with American Airlines later but for now, I just need to get my bag, and I go get my bag. Also, by the way, in Fort Wayne, Indiana, the airport, I so to get a ride from the hotel to the airport, I think I waited like 12 minutes, which is already kind of a lot for uh, where I'm used to Ubering. To get a ride from the airport back to the hotel, I, when, I, when this lady dropped me off, I was like, yeah, this will only be a couple minutes. If you're available for another ride... Uh, I would love to take, I'd love to like, have you be my driver again. I very, I like the ride. And she's like, I already have another ride. Sorry. And I was like, okay, that's fine. No worries. And then I waited 35 minutes at the airport. First off the airport in Fort Wayne, I think I could jump the fence. Like, uh, the TSA line, like the terminal, the actual terminal at the Fort Wayne airport looks like a gift shop. Like when I saw the TSA line, I was like, where the fuck is that going? That does, that's not even like a real, uh, that's, that can't be a real terminal. And, um, so I, <laughs> so I, uh, I get my bag, get into this, this Uber back and I'm like, American Airlines sends me these options for flights and they all like, oh my God, they end up being, it's like two, uh, two layovers so leave it's like you're flying out at 6 a.m you're gonna fly to charlotte then to lax then to seattle or charlotte to dallas fort worth then seattle or dallas fort worth to lax it's like these incredibly long travel days and i'm like well i'll figure this out in a minute when i get like you know when i get back uh to the hotel 
And uh, I'm texting with my wife, and I look back at my phone. I'm like, what are the fucking options again? And I look, and it says all those flights have been booked, no longer available. And the only options it's giving me are leaving December th- or uh, January 3rd, Monday. And I'm like, well, this is completely fucked. And then I look back at the thing, and it's got uh, like a, you know, suddenly the flight options are better than they were even at the beginning. And so I try to pick one. It says that's gone. So finally, I get back to my hotel room, and I'm fucking steaming. I'm trying to call American. I leave a thing that's like, hey, can I, uh, I need to talk to somebody. And they're like, well, you don't want, if you don't want to wait on hold, you don't have to. We'll call you back, right? They have one of those things. Four plus hours was their estimated wait. I think it ended up being, by the way, like six hours. So I get back to the hotel and I'm like, I just need to figure out like how to, uh, I got to figure out how the fuck to, to get home. So I'm, I get on, uh, but, but I'm like, I assume at this point, I still assume that my flight from Chicago to Seattle, I assume I still have a reservation on this flight because I'm looking at the fucking reservation still. It's still on my app. And so I'm, uh, I'm on the chat with Expedia, which is who I bought it through, which I won't do that. I think ever again, I'm going to use up my Expedia points and then switch to, I'm just going to, well, we'll get to the, I'll tell you what airline, uh, won the Casey McLean sweepstakes, but, um, and well, maybe you'll find out on the next Tuesday episode that they in fact lost because there's a, we got a long road ahead of us, uh, even still. So I get to my fucking hotel room and I send Expedia a thing like, Hey, I assume that I at least got to keep my reservation on this flight. And they're like, no, Sorry. Uh, they took you off of it. I was like, well, have them put me back on it. Like if they take, if they can take it from me, they can take it from whoever they gave it to. They're like, sorry, they, we can't American. Can you contact American? I'm like, yeah, I have a call. I, I'm waiting for them to call me back. Their chat functionality on their website is down. Uh, nothing's working. I can't do anything. Um, and they're like, sorry, there's nothing we can do. And, uh, so I go to American's website and I'm like, what? Okay. There's a billion flights out of Chicago to Seattle. Um, and then I go, I look on the American's website and they have my fucking flight is available for sale. So I buy that fucking flight. I'm just like, I need to, I'm going to figure this out with American. Like we're going to figure this out at a later date. I don't have time for this. I've spent my entire fucking time in, in Fort Wayne to that point dealing with travel issues, basically. And, uh, we're not even in Fort Wayne, like from Chicago to Fort Wayne. <clears throat> and, uh, so I buy that plane ticket and literally like 15 minutes later, they cancel that fucking flight. And so I'm, uh, I get two notifications by the way, from my original reservation and my new reservation that that flight has been canceled. And now again, they rebook me a second ticket for Charlotte from Fort Wayne to Charlotte to Phoenix to Seattle or something like that. It's just, and it's on the third, it's an 18 hour travel day. And I'm like, I am completely fucked. And the only place that I can think of, cause I can't find any direct flights available from Chicago to, uh, to Seattle. So I'm like, where else? And I know in February, 2020, I went to Indianapolis and I know that there is, an Alaska Airlines direct flight from Indianapolis uh, to Seattle. 
And so I signed up for that. It's like a premium seating. I paid $700. Right now on my credit card, I have about $2,500 in flights that I need to figure out how to get refunded. I've spent, and then I got to rent a car again. So I take another fucking Uber to the airport that I was at the day before. If, by the way, this is what's fucked up. And this isn't how it ended up happening, but I think I talked about this on the last one. If I would have rented a car in Chicago, and committed to returning it to Chicago, uh, it would have cost me like $120 for the whole weekend. Because I did the one-way thing from Chicago to Fort Wayne, and then I did the, uh, which by the way, they just absolutely fuck you. Because they have to hire somebody to take it back. But listen, I had the only, literally when I pulled up to the Fort, the Enterprise in Fort Wayne, the guy's on the phone. He's like, yeah, we don't have any all-wheel drive vehicles for you. Sorry. And I'm like, I just dropped off an all-wheel drive vehicle. There's no way somebody has to take this back to Chicago. They're going to rent this at the Enterprise in Fort Wayne. They've rented out all of their all-wheel drive vehicles so far. There's no way they don't rent this vehicle out. And so I, <clears throat> anyways, I was, it was so $120 if I return it to Chicago. To just drive it from Chicago to Fort Wayne was $199 plus tax. And so then I, uh, that, but then I got to rent another fucking car, which again, if I had known that I was going to have to rent a car to drive to, uh, Indianapolis, I was, so I booked that, I booked that flight. If I would have known, I would have rented it and not taken the Uber back to the fucking, uh, hotel. I would have just rented it then. But instead I paid like $35 for that Uber ride. So I've got like, and now it's, uh, like 90 bucks for the, for the, car that I rented that's worse equipped to deal with the ice than it was icy last night. <sighs> so I have a, I'm sitting in my hotel room, late check-in or check-out. <clears throat> I'm happy. The Bradley Hotel, by the way, I said I wasn't going to say it. No, I just did it. Shout out to the Bradley Hotel in uh, Fort Wayne, Indiana. Um, Man, I feel like I should censor that, but... Not enough people listen to this podcast. Uh, yeah, so that's where I sit right now is I have a car that's completely iced over, I'm sure. Late checkout. I'm going to go to the Indianapolis airport as early as I can. Uh, one, so that I don't have to feel like I need to drive fast if it's icy. Two, because then I can just sit in there and like watch football and I don't have to worry about... Um, I don't have to worry about like trying to get through security and all that stuff. I'm, I'm snake bitten. And also I don't really have any interest in being in Indianapolis or Fort Wayne in any capacity. All right. So let's talk about a uh, new year's Eve, the new year's Eve celebration because I just, well, I'll just say this. The uh, there's a saying I, I think it's a band it's attributed to a band but I've heard it maybe Bob Dylan or somebody like that who's not a band he's a person but it's uh they don't pay me to perform they pay me to travel and I feel that this weekend because doing stand up is fun <laughs> it's the most fun thing I do ever it's so goddamn fun I had fun uh, and I love hanging out with comedians I uh, Steve Renazzisi was very fun big sports fan we talked we got a after the um the new year's eve show i think we had a drink or two at the at the club and then we went to this place called uh henry's 
and it's like a, I guess the only late night bar in Fort Wayne, and it was very very fun. And I had they have this beer out here. It's in the Midwest, but we don't get it on the West Coast. Called uh, Bell's Two Hearted IPA. Bell's is the brewery. Two Hearted is like their flagship IPA, and it's very good. It's just like a classic IPA, and uh, you can I can just hammer them. So at the bar, I had like four um, Bell's Two Hearted's. I had a, a Woodford Reserve Rye that I asked for neat, and I was given it on the rocks, but I didn't complain because I am a coward. Had some mozzarella sticks. We talked shit about sports and comedy and the comedians we like. And uh, yeah, it was like you know, this is the thing. This is that's the this is the reason you do comedy is the performance and for the hang. The travel part sucks. It is cool to see other parts of the country for sure, but the travel itself sucks. And most of comedy travel occurs on, you know, weekends. It occurs when people are traveling. So I think my new my new pledge to myself is to, when at all possible, I'm just going to take only direct flights and then I'll just, I'll just rent a car then because, um, First off, it's really not saving that much money, and if you miss a connecting flight, it doesn't save any time, and it's a lot of hassle, and you run the risk of being late. And if I plan on showing up to a place and then driving, uh, you know, a couple hours is fine, as long as the weather's good. That's the other thing, too, by the way. I said this on the last one. But if the weather wasn't good, uh, I'd be fucked because I wouldn't have wanted to drive if there was an, you know a couple inches of snow packed on the ground like i'm not that driver but it's unseasonably warm in indiana and chicago right now so i'm taking advantage of that i feel like a real man just going like oh, i'm gonna rent a car and get to the fucking indianapolis airport <sighs> i don't know if i have anything else to say i'm exhausted i'm ready to be home i'm ready to see my daughter um i have to work my day job in the morning no, no, uh, what do they say? No rest for the wicked, no rest for the weary, something like that. Um, I'm about to get on the road to, uh, to Indianapolis and, oh my God, it's just, and then the thing is I got to get, I'm going to have to start, uh, fighting these fucking refunds next week. What a fucking hassle. What an absolute hassle. I feel like there's more from, I mean, we talked, we, uh, I watched the Rose Bowl. I watched the Sugar Bowl in the, uh, in the green room of the comedy club. They were, um, the Rose Bowl was a fucking incredible game, by the way. I didn't realize that Marvin Harrison's son is, uh, yeah, is a, uh, like highly touted, college football player ohio state receiver marvin harrison jr that's how i knew oh my god this podcast fucking sucks now there's nothing good happening here that pause that i did in the middle of the podcast you're far enough in now if you haven't turned it off by now you should know that i had to poop and i um i spared you the chore of having to listen to me poop i thought about we were uh steve radizisi is very good friends with ari chafir and i I've heard him podcast while pooping. 
And so I was like, should I? And then I decided against it. So you're welcome, mom and everybody. All right. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Follow me at the Casey McLean. Uh, Stand up dates January 20th at Happy Hour Olympia, January 21st at North Bend Theater in North Bend, Washington. Um, January 23rd, Roastamania at Tacoma Comedy Club with my buddy Jess Everett. We'll be roasting each other. Uh, February 19th at The Rendezvous in Seattle. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. And I will, oh, I got a bunch of other ones. Port Townsend in whatever time. Uh, and then, what's the other one? Chehalis. So come on out to those. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Follow me at the Casey McLean. Tell your friends, your loved ones, your coworkers. Thank you, and I'll talk to you soon.